That's our goal, to show up every Saturday morning and do whatever we have to do to earn the privilege of being called every Arizona homeowner's best friend. I've never taken it upon myself to try and be an expert in every arena of remodeling homeownership or maintenance, but I've been around long enough and doing it long enough that if I don't know the answer to your question, chances are I know somebody in your neighborhood that I trust that we can lean on for a lifeline, and I'll get you the right information. So we're never about trying to be that know-it-all expert. We're about trying to become your best friend. And the most reliable place you can come for information concerning remodeling, maintaining, improving your Arizona home. That's what we've been doing for 36 years here at Rosie on the House. One triple eight seven six seven four three four eight. That's one triple eight Rosie for you to join the conversation. Text questions can also be sent to four one one nine two three, and you can email info at rosieonthehouse.com if you need to submit uh, images or short video along with your questions. Send it there. Uh, we had uh, you had an interesting tour this week, Jennifer. I did. You know, there's all kinds of great things going on this weekend and next weekend yeah, and the weekend after. But if it does rain tomorrow, I have a really great indoor tour you could take. Um, this Arizona Greenhouse Project, and I got to do it yesterday. And you meet out on uh, Carefree uh, Highway at the Bricks Winery, and they take you out on a little shuttle, and you end up out in this beautiful, beautiful home uh, out on Schoolhouse Road. Okay. And the, that's a nice area. Just getting to do that, that's worth it. It's, it's like 30 bucks. The, mon- the money that they raise from the tours goes to Habitat for Humanity. So that's kind of how we got the scoop. Um, and so Jim Mooney is the architect, and he takes you through the tour. And the house is um, completely sustainable. So it's kind of um, inspiring always to visit those that topic. You know, it can be expensive, and people, everybody likes the idea, but not everybody wants to pay for <laughs> for what it costs to do things sustainably. But he has. I hated missing that tour. Oh, I know. You, you and I wish you'd have been there because I know your perspective would have been a lot deeper than what I what I had. I'm dying to get out there and see it. Um, but he get he's passionate about it, and he and he has worked hard to keep costs down. Um, and if you go out there, you'll enjoy the view. Yeah, and now, if you look on their website, ArizonaGreenhouseProject.com. You can book a tour, and then um, there's a picture, and the picture shows it 100% done. I have to, it's not 100% done, but the house is very, it's very done. The, it's furnished. They're waiting on a couple of things. The pool's not quite done, but the, when you're just looking at the picture, you can see it's kind of Frank Lloyd Wright style. It's mid-century modern. Their plan is to be 100% off the grid, so it's Woo. their own power, their own water, and their own food. So, um all those things together so you get ideas for all those things. So it it is off the grid? Well, I mean, yes. It's he's got 50. It's solar. capable yeah, of being off. They, I have to say the house hasn't been functioning. So I think all these things really need to be tested. Um, they have 50 panels, solar panels on the roof and he said it takes about 13 to completely solar uh, power a house. So they think they have enough to power plus sell back to the utility company. So that's one aspect. Um, the then you wa- have to store. Yeah, yeah. And then 
the Rosie, they have a new, we got to look into this one. It's a new septic system. It's called Next Gen Septic. Why do, and, we, why <laughs> do we have to look into because that? Because our homes are have septic tanks. But okay. you can retrofit, but you don't need a leach field. And, um, and the water comes as, as a result of it. You can create gray water to do your watering. So I, we've got to look into it. I put a couple of pictures up on I'd rather spend it. money on a new home <laughs> entertainment system. <laughs> never fun to talk about that but it was really interesting though and then um you know so and then they have rain harvesting which we we love and he, yeah. he thinks with the rain that they get in carefree um he has a 2500 gallon tank thinks they can get 34,000 uh, gallons of water per year to use well and the so, other thing about rain harvesting that Romy's brought up so many times is just proper site drainage even without the water off your roof just directing what falls on your block correctly mm-hmm. yeah it can can reap huge rewards well one neat thing about this house is they set it just in the desert tucson style which i love they didn't scrape it they didn't do anything they do they excavated for the home found tons of boulders used those for decorating you know for the landscape there had been a fire through there several years ago oh. they and they had some beautiful you know wood left and they left it standing it's it's quite appealing and um so that i love that about it as well so the tour's are still being held open. It's what website? Arizona Greenhouse Project.com, or you can go to Habitat for Humanity. Uh, what is that one, Romy? Habitat C A Z dot org. Yep. And, um, and book. They're, they're running them every hour. They do have some spaces left. They only give you an hour. You Well, you get there. So you get there, you have to get there an hour early, and then the tour is an hour. So they take you out there. They don't want everybody driving on those roads. I mean, it's <laughs> it's, it's a little bit of a trick to find That's it. That's fair. Yeah. And the house is up high, and the views are fantastic. Rosie, it's east to west, so they have east full east exposure and full west exposure. On the east side, they have those beautiful you know windows that take up the whole wall. But they have a cantilever, so they only get a couple of hours of sun in the morning. The west side, there's there's only those up high windows, you know, where the sun filters through. Yep. They've thought about a lot. There's a lot of thought that goes into it. Well, I'm anxious to get out Pretty there and inspiring. look at it. Well, uh, and as long as we're on the topic of benefiting Habitat for Humanity, um, I'd like to reach out to our listeners. Y'all are all getting ready to file your income taxes for 2023. And as an Arizona resident with Arizona income, if you owe any state taxes, you can direct those taxes to a particular charitable contribution. It doesn't cost you one penny you're either going to give it to the arizona state treasurer and let them spend it the way they want to waste it or you can direct it to where you want it <laughs> we're spent. not political here <laughs> uh, uh, the um, and you can pick habitat of central arizona and it is our intent and we've already started this and we've gotten some good participation if you're filing your income taxes Please pick Habitat as your charitable contribution and just note the Rosie build. And we are going to build, we, we've done it in the past and we're going to do it again. We are building a Rosie on the House Habitat for Humanity home in this year, 2023. So, Four. we. Thank you, Romy. <laughs> I, I, I signed a check yesterday, 2023. That was I, I an did. incredible house we built last year, too. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Let's do it again. <laughs> so I would appreciate all of you, if I've ever saved you any money, uh, take 10% of what I saved you 
and uh, con contribute it to the Habitat Rosie build. If you're a state taxpayer, redirect your tax obligation to the charitable fund in the Habitat for Humanity Rosie build direction. It's very easy. Jennifer can get you to Habitat AZ. And it you, you just it's there's very, a drop down that says you know uh, designation and Rosie on the House is one of the designated homes that you can participate in. Get in there and contribute. Let's as a team together uh, get a home built as a hand up to some family on the waiting list of moving into a house of their own at Habitat of Central Arizona. All right, we've got a lot to cover this entire hour. Uh, we want to talk about uh, the need to document your estate. We've got follow-up to do from prior broadcasts. We've got red note, what we call red notebook questions, questions that come in all week long that we're going to answer in this hour. And we've got people on hold online, and we're going to get to you all all right here at Rosie on the House. Welcome aboard. Introducing our newest trusted Rosie Certified Partner to the award-winning Rosie on the House Certified Partner Network. And we're excited about our new Certified Partner Response Crew. We'll get into all the reasons why, but Egal Lampert, you're the founder of Response Crew. Tell me about your story. How'd you get into Arizona and into the handyman business? Yeah, so thank you very much, Romy. Um, we're excited to be partners uh, uh, with Rosie on the House. I came to Arizona 20 years ago. I grew up in Israel. I was in the in the Air Force, in the Israeli Air Force. And after I left the Air Force, I went to travel a little bit and decided to come to New York. I was a contractor for a different company, which needed help in Arizona. And I came out to uh, Arizona. Arizona grew on me. Uh, very comfortable, really fun. Winters here are phenomenal. And I was participating in that the real estate market. I saw a very strong need for a respectable licensed handyman. You said something very key. You said licensed handyman. In the state of Arizona, you can work without a contractor's license as a handyman if the labor and material stays under what's the threshold now? I like believe it's a I believe it's a thousand bucks, a thousand dollars. So any job under a thousand, you really don't need to be licensed. I think the licensing is a lot more important than just the dollar amount value that you have on your project. To me, the licensing is a level up for a contractor or for any individual who's doing business in Arizona. Any contractor can tell you that any job can go south. There's variable factors for that. You want a company that's reputable and that's going to warrant its work. And that, to me, what the licensing means above, above all. And that's critical to us. That's a requirement to be part of the network because you have to be a licensed contractor through the Register of Contractor. Now, what are some of your typical daily jobs that you all go out and perform? So this is how I like to describe response crew. Handyman is a very broad word. We don't do roofing, we don't do flooring, and we don't do remodels. We do minor plumbing, minor electrical, drywall, texture, and we do what I call installation work. So anything that the customer buys, we install. And um, just odds and ends, you know, your honey-do list at your home. How long is your typical job? Are you guys there a couple hours, a couple days? You do have a two-hour minimum. Very recommended when you book us to, to have a to-do list and not just for one-offs. In real time, if I called? Our schedule is flex and it changes. For the most part, you could probably get in within one to two days, um, depending on the size of service. Is it better to book online or should I call the office? You can call us up first to kind of inquire about your time frame and scope of work. We request that you email us photos of the project. Once we see the photos, we could email you back with an estimate. So everything is in writing. You know kind of what we're estimating, how long it's going to take, what the cost is going to be. We could take care of the booking. We can continue it on email or we could go back to the phone to, to, to book it out. The only recommendation that we say is like if we're emailing you 
with a time frame of, you know, we could come out tomorrow at eight. That means that's true for now. But if you wait another day and then you want to book it the next day at eight o'clock, you may have already got that right, scheduled that with someone else. Been gone. <laughs> exactly. But for the most part, we're valley wide and then Tucson, the surrounding cities. So Egon Lampart, it's Response Crew is the name of the company, responsecrew.com. What's the phone number? 480-525-9825 or email us at office at responsecrew.com. Tucson number is 523-5. Rosie and team here for you, the Arizona homeowners. Several callers on hold. Let's get to them. They've been very patient. Let's bring Jerry calling from Tolleson into the conversation. That will open a line for you. If you have a question about your house, home, castle, or cabin, give us a ring at one 767 4348. My wife, sweet Jennifer, will pick the phone up, get your name, your question, and we'll get you on air as quick as we can. Jerry calling from Tolleson. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Good. Yeah, so I've been uh, tempted to get one of these uh, uh, directly heated water for my under the sink so I can have instant hot water. And can I safely plug that into my, uh, the you know, the outlet that's under the, under the sink? When was your house um, built, Jerry? Uh, in the early 70s. Okay. We'd have to verify that that outlet is a GFI, and it probably ought to be a designated GFI. Um, and you're talking about one of the many hot water heaters that are about the size of a shoebox. You're not talking about a whole house tankless water no. heater, right? No, 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 just for the sink. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right. Yes, they are made to plug in right there. It is safe. Just verify that that outlet is, in fact, a designated GFI circuit, and it is thoroughly protected. As a matter of fact, when you buy the product, it will probably have recommendations as to what in particular uh, requirements you have for that outlet. So um, pretty handy. They're, they're, they, they only give you uh, two or three cups, but, boy, they're right there. Boop, you have a little spout for it. Hot water instant right here. We appreciate the call. one 767 rosie for you if you'd like to join the conversation as we take a call. That opens up a line for you to jump on. We're flooded with plumbing questions today. <laughs> yeah, let's go. It, it, it is one of those topics that when one question hits, you know, that doesn't follow. I hate it when we spent the whole show on the trade that I'm the weakest in. <laughs> okay, let's go. Keep going. Larry, welcome to the program. How may we help you? Yeah, hi, guys. Uh, got a little plumbing problem down here. Uh, our house was built in 96, and for the plumbing, they put in a block manifold system in the garage along with poly, polybutylene pipe. Well, uh, we had a neighbor that uh, had a problem with their mana block, and everybody started checking theirs, and I had some serious leaks in mine, and I'm going to have to replace it. I'm going to go ahead and repipe the house while I'm at it, get that poly out of there. My question is, what do you guys think of the mana block system? Should I go ahead and put another one in, or should I have the plumbers just distribute the, the plumbing as they normally would? Uh, what, what's your opinion on that? Oh, boy. 
you're over you're over my head of expertise in answering this question but we have rosie certified plumbers in pima county that can answer that question for you unfortunately we haven't been able to get on on a lifeline to answer your question just right now but uh i will give you the name and number of the trusted plumbers in pima county and uh, you you can visit and talk with them and as a bonus as a free bonus i'll give you the name of my son who's a plumber who lives in sierra vista arizona and he will have a definite opinion on on what you should do as well so you're going to get two great phone numbers um, the plumbers at temperature control uh, our air conditioning and plumbing rosie certified specialist and then as a free lawn yacht bonus i'm going to give you william's cell phone number two and you can tell him uh, I can't give that out over here. <laughs> He'll kill me. But I'll give that to you privately, and you can give him a ring and tell him, hey, Dad said you would help me with this one. So uh, I want to stay in touch with you, Larry, because I would like to know the answer to that question so I could add it to my rolling database that lives most mostly upstairs, but also in my file cabinet at the office as well. And look, you know, A lot of plumbers, great plumbers, you know, if, if you went through every one of the plumbing partners in our network, I don't think they would all have the same opinion. Oh, definitely not. Um, so there may be a consensus of one better than the other. And what he's talking about, I don't think it's polybutylene. It's probably PEX because he 96? said 96. Um, didn't uh, polybutylene was out well, way before that, wasn't it? I thought that was... I'm not. I'm not going to remember. I'm sorry. Off the top. So anyway, there's uh, good and bad things. Uh, a couple things to consider if you're replacing your water. Do you have cold water in the summer? That is probably the biggest overlooked question that people are asked. Because when we originally built, you know, a lot of the water was underground, came under the slab, and it came into the home. So that kept the water cool. A lot of the new building styles the water lines are in the walls and through the attic and they don't have elbows it's supposed to help increase the flow pressure and rate uh, but a lot of times they don't get insulated and we get people complaining i cannot get cold water in my home in the summer at all every line is hot so how where are the lines going to be are they going to be inside the insulation envelope or outside the envelope insulation envelope of your home that could be a big factor as well On a beautiful Arizona Saturday morning. Oh, I meant to check the weather. What's the current temperature? What's the feel like? <laughs> it feels good. Yeah, man, it couldn't be any better than this. Hot diggity dog. How nice it could be. I'd like to extend a personal invitation for all of you that are listening right now. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I sent an invite out. And uh, I said, look, at uh, Rosie Wright, Design, Build, Remodel, Design Studio. Now, that's located really close to the intersection of Scottsdale and Shea, uh, which is really close to the same intersection I landed in 1967 when we landed in Arizona. Kind of been in that same neighborhood my whole Arizona life. 
we ran a seminar to help Arizona homeowners understand how do we build a budget for your kitchen remodel? How do we establish the criteria to tell you what to expect to spend on a kitchen rehabilitation or a complete remodel or a, or a total luxury upgrade? Well, uh, we're going to have a second one of those, and it's this coming week. It's going to be on Thursday. And if you'd like to attend, it's free. And we are not going to confiscate your car keys. It's no obligation. We're not going to ask you to sign any agreement at all. It's for the simple purpose of educating you, the Arizona homeowners, on if you're considering a kitchen remodel, all the things you need to consider before you start the job so you can have a total, complete, finished product, scope of work, and budget. It's no obligation. We're going to feed you lunch for free. It's limited seating. Our design studio is not Celebrity Theater. It is a limited seating opportunity. So we'd appreciate it if you reach out. It's Thursday uh, during the lunch hour. Reach out to us at rosywright.com or call us at 480-248-8699 and leave a message. And we'll fill the seats. We'll, we'll overfill just by a little to, to take the RSVPs that at the last minute can't make it. But we'd love to have you who are considering a kitchen remodel. Just come hear us out. We have a presentation put together. It takes about 30, 35 minutes, and then we stay and we answer any questions you have on what does it take to properly build a complete kitchen remodeling budget that's being presented by a team of people that have literally done thousands of kitchens the last 48 years in Arizona. I don't know where you could go to get more accurate, local, detailed information. So again, it's this Thursday. There are seats open right now. First come, first serve. RosieWright.com or 480-248-8699. Now, I know you were out of office when they did the last one. Um, was that last week or two weeks yeah, ago? Yeah, no, it was last week. Um, how'd that go? It went, it, it, it went well. I'm, I'm sorry to say a couple of people that RSVP'd repeatedly RSVP'd they were going to be there, didn't show up. So we still had room oh, for geez. a couple seats. So And a waiting list. <laughs> and, and, and we had a waiting list of people we couldn't have come in. And then some people, but, but things happen. Life yeah. happens. I understand. I'm not criticizing anybody. Oh, and at Rosie Wright, I'll throw this out as well. We have recently opened a small projects division, uh, smaller jobs that we have not had the staff to handle historically. If you have a small project, um, and you'd like to consider it getting done, Rosie Wright. You too can reach out to us at Rosie Wright. We've got a man, Michael, who's come on board just to head up the small projects division. Give us a ring. We'd love a chance to meet with you, visit through what it would take to get it done. Rosie Wright, 480-248-8699. What's an example of a small project? Oh, gosh. We, uh, uh, you know, I... I, I love I love the ones that we can almost estimate without ever going out to the house. 
Uh, how, many, how many homes in Arizona have rotten four-by-four four posts supporting their back patio? You know what? <laughs> you give us your address. You give us about three pictures downloaded by text. We can estimate that job for you ahead of time uh, to the penny and give you a time and date that we're going to show up with primed wood to set in place, and then we'll leave it to you to paint to match. So I'm impressed. Yeah. I'm very impressed. Yeah. So, and I, I mean, that's just one example. We, we, we did a lot of those for a, a long time, just backyard posts. But uh, gate repairs. Uh, Michael's an accomplished welder. We can do welding. He's a home builder from the East Coast that's moved to Arizona several years ago. So there, there's nothing beyond his sphere of uh, experience. Michael's not a nutmegger, right? Yeah. No, he's a... What do you call a New Hampshire? Uh, uh, what, you know a what, what? A New Hampshire. <laughs> or was he? No, Jersey Shores. I can't remember. It's, oh, no. It's one of those New Hampshire, New, New Jersey, it, it's one of those, New York. It's one of those news on the, on the East Coast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Rosie, you knucklehead. But now I know a Connecticut is a nutmegger. Which makes no sense because nutmeg isn't even grown in Connecticut. I, we have to get a hold of Scott again and find out where that came from. All right. This time of the show, we generally go to uh, our file and see all the people that couldn't reach out to us over the live broadcast on Saturday. We get a pretty good flurry of inquiries during the week at the office. I have a great one from Maria in Tucson. This kind of gives you a chance to address a, a, kind of a big picture oh. question. Oh, yeah. So she says she lives in a in Tucson in a 1975 slump block house with a flat roof. Oh, Timed man. update. Needs two bathrooms updated, the kitchen, including cabinets and counters, new flooring, uh, new windows and exterior doors. So that's the nice thing about a block house is you can update <laughs> instead of tear it down. Um, I'm also looking at needing to insulate the blocks and roof cavity. I was thinking maybe that kind of blown-in stuff that you talked about. Oh, yeah. My question is, where do I start? Should I do flooring first or something else? Do I go to Lowe's or Home Depot? Um, What about permits? So she's just kind of asking, how do I get started? And she needs a plan. Ooh, yeah, yeah, man. That's a big one, huh? I could send her a couple of our articles for sure. Well, maybe you ought to send her the video of building the kitchen remodel seminar that we're doing on Thursday. Oh, there you go. (laughs) That would give her an idea of all that's involved just in doing a kitchen. Um, I'm going to have to do a, a lot more visiting with her okay. um, about um, what it is she'd like done. But uh, the insulation, the permitting, uh, is uh, we've, we've got to get her with someone that can master plan the entire project. Um, and that, in Pima County, uh, has its challenges. God bless Pima County. So you would just <laughs> you would tell anybody in that situation? You know, to talk to somebody and make a big plan because you can end up spending more money oh, if you if you start in the middle of something or miss a step. Or oh, don't 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 haphazardly slop it together piece by piece. Just don't do that. Yeah, I don't think she sounds inclined. No, she that. doesn't. She's <laughs> she's she's, smart. A, she's asking all the yeah, right she questions. Is. She she really is. I would would like to mention. But there's it, so much oh, to think about. You know, I'd like yeah. to visit with her, and when yeah. I visit with her, maybe I can record that conversation. We can develop a a one page guide. But picking a contractor, which is a consumer guide, we have at RosieOnTheHouse.com, will give her kind of the start of of the things that need to be considered. Consumer guide, RosieOnTheHouse.com. 
selecting your remodeling contractor. Right. And there's several others on there, too, if you want to do roofing so or painting. If air you need, conditioning. If you need to know what you're looking for in a contractor and what they should be doing, those are great resources. I tell you what, we're going to uh, Tucson for the Festival of Books. Yeah, we are. I, I'll we be, could... I, if, I don't know how big a hurry she's in, but I'd be happy to for you and I to drop by the house and visit with her when we're down there. Sounds good. Okay. And that's sometime in March, first or second week, I can't remember. I but second week there's, in there's, We might have a broadcast there before the Festival of Books. Oh, really? Uh, Omni Pool Builders has a new showroom that they've moved to and are, have a grand opening on February 24th. They We just got noticed this week, so we're checking calendar schedules, technical operations, and everything. Party in Tucson. So if, it, it may not be a full remote broadcast. Uh, we have the transit there with some promos, one one or two team members, but we're, details will be coming. But if uh, you had pool, build, or remodel in mind, ahead of the upcoming summer and haven't got started on it with anybody yet, this would be a great opportunity to come meet Martin and his team at Omni Pool Builders and get a plan together of what that could look like. Truly an award-winning team. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they sweep the awards every single year down there. And I can't wait to see the new showroom because what they had was... That was nice. <laughs> you know, it wasn't big or elaborate or... Anything, but I mean, it was it was very well done. So I'm I'm excited to see the new place. You know, one of the things we wanted to cover this particular segment, Romy, is that issue of documenting your estate, and we've tried to make it easy for your Arizona homeowners through a software program that Romy was able to find a few years ago. Um, the 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 hashtag Do It Yourself Tip of the Week in our weekly newsletter this week is stop. Now, take the time to document your estate. And I, I never did it till I got hurt and came out of the hospital and I couldn't do anything else. But it, it took me about a week. But I was able to take my iPad and follow the instructions at HomeZada and, and got the great majority of it done. So last week we talked about inventorying. Yeah, home. that's right. And... That's tracking, you know, all the items that you have. What's the difference between that and then documenting an estate? You know, it's creating a will, naming beneficiaries, naming uh, guardians of children, names uh, guardians for pets, uh, and then naming the executor. So it's uh, basically, you know, a, a plan for when you pass, right? Here's how everything or, I have yeah. left is going to get distributed i call it graduate well we have several documents we have several there you go we've graduate. covered this a couple times graduate so. to your angel wings. <laughs> that's right you graduate there's there's also the case for like when you were hurt when you were incapacitated there's also documents uh, there's a separate article we have on that as well so there, it could be the case that you're still here but you're not able to make decisions so there are documents that you could have in place thankfully we had those it made a huge difference um but it doesn't matter how old you are it would be a case in point to get all those things put together, starting with those power of attorneys for if something happens, you know, while you're still here. And then, of course, when you graduate. But it's just the kind of thing you can, if, you, if you're having a hard time getting it done, think about it as a gift, a service to your family. Because it can be quite traumatic. You know, you think just because your name's on an account and your husband has passed, you should be able to get to everything. 
That's not necessarily the case. Um, so it, I just can't under, understate how important it is you know, to get with your attorney and get all those things together. That, and there's also a free program called Five Wishes that's absolutely wonderful. And you, it's, you can do it on, on hard copy paper. That's absolutely fine. But if you do have a smartphone, there's an app for it. And you can share that app with your doctors and your, you know, your family so people can see your last wishes. You can download documents into it. But you could even say things like, this is the kind of music I like and this is the kind of food I like. So if you're in some kind of care and you can't communicate, that's, you know, it's just a wonderful thing to do for your family to have those and for those who might have to care for you. It is a gift to your family to get it done. So consider it that way. Oh, I wanted to mention one thing. Okay. It has been a little bit difficult to find our DIYs. So if you're now, now when, we, when, you men- when we mention them, they live on the front the current ones live on the front page as we speak of them, of our website, rosieonthehouse.com. So on the top row, you'll see our blogs, and on the bottom row, you'll see our DIYs. Because you know, there's a lot of information that we put out each week, and I want it to be easy to find. How did we get to 10.50 already? Wrapping up a three-hour program here this Saturday morning at Rosie on Nass. We've got so much to cover, but let's bring in our last caller of the day, Bob, calling from Sun City. Let's see if we can help Bob, because that's the first thing we've got, priority. Answer your questions, the Arizona homeowner. Good morning, Bob. Hi. Um, I live in Sun City, and I have a little problem with getting my hot water to my shower. It takes a long time. Is there? It's about... 35, 40 feet. Is there anything I can do, any uh, device I can install or anything? Easy solution. And how long? Is is it 10 seconds? Is it 20 seconds? Is it 30 seconds? Oh, no, I'd I'd say it's a minute or more, maybe two minutes. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, there's a the, the easiest thing to do is install a recirculating pump, and that with a timer. It has to have a timer. And that will, uh, you know, whatever time you like to take your shower, set it about a half hour before that. And what it does, it takes the water that's hot inside the water heater and circulates it through your hot water line that, you know, has cooled off overnight or since the last time you asked for hot water from any of those appliances. Obviously, that water cools down. That's going to be your cheapest, most effective way to do that. Um, You know, some of the other practices we've seen is installing a second water heater, smaller one close to the shower, uh, and then that would be your source for your your hot water, but that takes additional uh, electrical lines run there. And generally speaking, we don't do that unless there's somebody that's trying to fill up a jacuzzi tub. (laughs) We see this a lot that is bigger in gallons than what the builder installed water heater wise <laughs> so that you're you're probably your best bet is probably just a recirculating pump and uh in sun city our west valley plumber is thunderbird plumbing joseph you can reach him at 623-975-3302 also in the plumbing category at rosie on the house when you go to the website, you hit uh, Certified Partners, and then the drop-down tab, Find, Certified Contractor, and you select Plumbing, type in your 
zip code or city, and then all of our partners are listed by geolocation. So you can find your neighborhood service provider contractor that's been through our uh, screening process, which starts with being in business a minimum of five years locally, licensed, bonded, insured. Uh, then they've got third-party guild quality satisfaction. They have to go through background checks, credit checks, and if they're accepted in the network, they have to sign a code of ethics and a complaint resolution policy that they're held to should, uh, you know, at, at the point we're all human and somebody makes a mistake, how to, how to resolve that situation. And we've just made another Arizona homeowner our best friend. Robert, there'll be Bob, there'll be no more need for you to turn on the shower and let it run for two or three minutes while you wait for hot water. That was the case it was at my house. I'd reach in there, I'd turn it on, maximum hot, uh, and then I'd scream like a little girl as I was hit with cold water jumping out of the shower uh, until I put a recirculating pump in my house. You step in the shower, you turn the warm water on, and it's there, baby, right there, instantaneously. You're going to thank us for this, Bob. Thank you for the call. Hey, I happened to notice, and I was very perplexed by this study, a study of the most beautiful national parks in America. What do you think is the number one most beautiful national park in America? Grand Canyon. You would think so. No? Yellowstone? The number one. Yellowstone? The number one. The number one. Crater Lake National Park in Oregon. Well, I haven't been there, so I guess I couldn't say, but how can you beat the Grand Canyon? <laughs> or know. our crater for Two <laughs> in Arizona made it above the Grand Canyon. Saguaro Oregon Na- Pipe? No. No. Saguaro National Park and Petrified Forest both made it no. above mm. the Grand Canyon. They're very interesting, but I wouldn't call them like grand like the yeah. Grand Canyon. All great that, places to Whoever see. put that together was just a window viewer they didn't want to get down and explore the canyon to understand you know because you don't you don't get to experience the grand canyon until you get into the canyon and speaking of the grand canyon the last issue of arizona highways was dedicated just to the grand canyon a grand view and uh arizona highways has launched their first ever podcast oh so you can find that on their website and if you want to get out and enjoy Arizona, sign up for one of our staycations. You betcha, baby. If you got the calendar or the handbook, you'll see each month we have a destination. We just drew for Benson. And then this month is going to be the drawing for Casa Grande. Cool, old, historic, uh, what is the name of the hotel there that's so wonderful? In Casa Grande? Yeah. Francisco Grande? Yes, yes. <laughs> get so. a top room floor facing the east so you can watch the sunrise. We find wonderful places for you to stay. One of our last winners went to Cottonwood and got to stay at the Park Hotel in Clarkdale. Absolutely beautiful, historic little hotel. So It's commendable yeah. what Clarkdale and Cottonwood have mm-hmm. done to their downtowns the last 15 years. That's when, for sure. When I moved here, Old Town Cottonwood looked nothing like it does today. <laughs> that's it so was a true. ghost town. That's so true. We're here to become your best friend to take care of your house, home, castle, or cabin so you can take the time to get out and appreciate the great state of Arizona. But don't forget, don't invite everybody here. 